Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live.
Hello. Can you hear me, Carla? I can hear you now. Oh, what my goodness. Let me find out. I've been talking all this time on mute. I'm going to be so sad. You were talking all this time on mute. And you know <laughs> no what? One... I don't know how to say this, but you sound really good on mute. Hello? Yes. No, I'm kidding. I love to hear your voice. I just didn't hear it. No, you know what's crazy? I've been explaining to you guys (laughs) for eight minutes, eight long minutes about my move. Let me find out. Nobody heard anything I had to say. I am going to cry. Well, I would suggest you to start tearing up right now because I didn't hear none of that. Nothing. Oh, my God. I was telling you guys about my move. I gave a shout-out to... Angel of Love that's on the line. I gave a shout-out to everybody else that was on the line. I talked about my crazy drive out here for eight long minutes. I'm ranting and raving, and nobody's listening. I'm sad. It must have been good, though. I'm sure it was. It was. It was. I talked about how I had no life and did absolutely nothing oh, for two oh years. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Oh. Oh. <laughs> like, seriously. Are you okay now? Say that again. Are you okay now? I am okay. I'm finally in a house, like I was saying on my thing. I'm finally in a house, you know, on my my muted rant. I'm finally in a house, you know, where I got my own bathroom. No more sharing a bathroom with the kitties. I am excited. Excited, excited, excited. Yes. I have four bathrooms, but, like, you have to come and visit for the housewarming and come and just have fun with us. Like, I have four bathrooms. I'm so very, very excited. You know what? I'm going to come there, and I'm going to eat a lot of food so I can have a dump in every one of them, okay? See, you know what? Now you're not even invited. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a lot of them. It's a lot of them, so nobody's going to be like, I need to go to the bathroom, you know? I got four children. That's just enough for them to use it, and they're still fighting over the bathroom. Oh, my nerves. How many boys? How many girls? I have one boy in the house full of women, and he is very upset about the fact, but I done already told him, you know, there's nothing I can do to change it at all. So, He's upset because he has to change the trash. He has to do all those little things like that. You know, he he does all of that. We don't do trash. We don't do trash. And honestly, and this is going to sound very, very sad to you, but my son does the toilets as well because, um, you know, the fact that you have to stand up, you more likely to miss in the middle of the night than we are. So (laughs) he got good aim. I mean, as a young man. My son yeah. is a very amazing kid, but he has myopia in one eye. So, you know, with that on it, he only got one good eye. He know, he know. You, you might miss the toilet in the middle of the night if you're sleepy. So I'm going to need him oh. to wipe the toilet. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah. 
Well, at least he got three other bathrooms in there, so. Because girls yes. will dominate the bathroom, so. Yeah. He's probably having disconnect. And you know, the funny thing is, they're all banned. They're banned from my bathroom. No one can use my bathroom. They're not allowed to. Well, that's good, I guess. You know, that's good. But I won't be banned. I'm all the way from Chicago to take a dump in your bathroom. Well, you know what, though? You can take a dump. It's a bathroom. As soon as you walk in the house, there's a bathroom right there at the front door. And then when you get to the playroom where my office is, there's a bathroom. It's a really big one down there. So you can actually go to that Uh, one and take your clothes off and stretch and turn on the cold water. (laughs) What would Jesus do? Jesus would let me use his bathroom. He wouldn't let you use the bathroom inside my room, you know. He would just make sure. <laughs> he would make sure that you had, okay. you know, access to a different bathroom, you know. He would let you know. Okay, you know. all right. He, he would okay. tell you, Amina's been sharing the bathroom for 19 years with her kids, and before that she was sharing the bathroom with her siblings because I have three, two sisters and a brother as well. And so, you know, it's time for Amina to have her own bathroom and her okay. own bathroom. Well, right. yes. I was trying to pull it, but I see I'm not going to win with that one. So, yeah. Yay. Got your own bathroom. That's what's up. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. You know. Uh-huh. Well, what if is- you really like it, you should just go in all the bathrooms and turn the water on for a while just to see how it sounds. You know what I've been doing, which is very interesting because I've been, I've been hoping and praying that I could do this. I've been trying. I've been, uh, when my daughter sleeps, because all the children go to school and they have school buses that bring them from the front door and take them home. I mean, take them to school. So the oldest is home from college, and so she's home, home from college. Like, she's not doing anything at this point. She's going back to school soon, but she's not. But you know when you get a brand-new house, you know you got to christen the house. You know you got to do something. Man, I couldn't even run around the house naked yet because she's here. It's just like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll get your chance. You'll get your chance. <laughs> Listen, she don't know. She going to school. If I got the, if I got the ass the owner of the school myself to let her come back now. I'm trying to tell her. I want to run around naked in my house, and she yeah. ain't here. She's not in school. Could you please accept it? I mean, that might work. Yeah. It should. It should. I'm just gonna say to um I'm just gonna say to the people, you know, um, take her. Please. Let let me have my free time, you know, and so I can be comfortable and, and do what I need to do to christen the house. That's what I wanna do. But I'm just very, very excited. I feel like two thousand sixteen is our year. You know, That's- I feel like 2016 is going to be just everything. Like I was saying when I was muted uh, by accident, um, my <laughs> publishing company, my publishing company is doing absolutely great as well. Um, my my poetry book was still number. I want to say my poetry book was still number three, but it might not be at this point. But you know what? It's still up there. It's still selling. It's still doing great. I really want to, you know, do what I can as far as getting my poetry book to the ultimate height, you know, I, my poetry is my ultimate, uh, my, my favorite thing to do, and I really want to inspire people via my poetry, so I just feel like, you know, hopefully um, God is really smiling on us the way he is, and he is going to make sure that my um, my book goes where it needs to go, he's going to make sure it gets into the right hands, he's going to make sure that some people actually look at these poems and be like, oh, I should get this girl to do some songs for me, and, you know, I just feel like 2016, and I'm redoing my other book, and my novel 
is actually going to come out again, which I can't wait for. It's going to be, like, absolutely amazing. So, All right, tell me, what is something about the novel? The novel is, you know how you always think to yourself, um, you know, if I grew up this way or if I would have been able to do this, um, this would be my life. So the novel is pretty much like that. Um, the novel, what I did was I had a lot of turmoil in life. Um, you know, people don't like to, uh, you know, people, they like to cover up the dirt and nobody likes to speak of it. But you know what? I didn't grow up in the best house. You know, my mom is absolutely phenomenal, you know, but us women in my family, I'm just going to say that we have very bad taste in men. So even though, you know, he yeah. is my dad, he sucked as a person growing up to, to me, you know, don't, don't, you know. To who you are to me doesn't necessarily mean that's who you are to someone else, you know, sure. um, because my father had several children, and it seemed like the the children that he had by other women that weren't my mom's children, those are the children he really cared about. The children that he had about my mom, we were just the test dummy children. We were the trial children. We were the, okay, uh, we had we, these, so we're going to fuck these kids up and do something good with uh, the rest of them. Like, yeah, we, so oh, my, oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so my book is definitely on the okay. lines of um, what I wanted my life to be. Well, not to say what I wanted to be. It's, it, it has a lot of the, the drama things that I did. It has a lot of, um, you know, uh, I want to say street stuff yeah. because I was in the streets a long time. Um, but then the book kind of takes a turn because what it is is the older sister, she tries to change her other sisters, and she tries to explain to them, you know, we don't eat, you know, we don't have to wait on anybody. We're women, and we can make our own moves. We don't need to be taking advantage of people. We don't need to be using guys. We don't need to be, you know, waiting with our hand out. We don't need to be, you know, flirting to get what we want. We have brains, and we need to use them. As what the older sister turns out to say to everyone after she ends up in the juvenile home, she gets her mom right. You know, after a blanket party, you know, everybody gets your mom right. So, you know, yeah. but it, it's a very, it's an interesting book. Um, but the thing about the book, there is a second part, and I don't want to give it away, but the second part of the book, everything that happens in that book, because in that book, her father is totally in love with her, just like her mother and her siblings and blah, blah, blah. And that, that wasn't the way I actually grew up. Like, I'm going to be very honest. My older sister is the only one I actually speak to on a daily basis. Um, I have other sisters that, um, I, you know, I can't tell you anything that they're doing in the world. And, and the bad part is we all used to try to stay together and close. But after a while, it just became hard. It felt like work. And I feel like if people are meant to be in your life, it shouldn't be work. It should be naturally. They should naturally be there. Things should naturally get done in a natural order, and that's not how it works over there. So, you know, um, that's basically what the book is about. It's like change your stars. No matter what you were given, change your stars, you know, so. Yeah. That's a lot of stuff said. I'm like, wow. Um, Well, let me tell you this concerning Mm -hmm. that. My dad had 31 children. 31? 31. That's three and the one behind that. Yeah. Yeah. And. Some of the children uh, were my age and some of my siblings' age, and we weren't twins, if you know what I mean. Okay, yeah, so, I know what you mean. Since the nature of the relationship in which the children were born, it was um, to his benefit to kind of keep us apart. Even when after birth and you got at an old age, it's, it's a bridge between that. So 
since that's the case, you you kind of have to realize that the way your siblings came here um, is not necessarily in the relationship that you have. It's not necessarily controlled about your just direct interaction. It's controlled by events that a lot of times we don't have no part, you know, control over. So I think even if the relationships are damaged and all of these things, we have to try to um, we have to try to to love the, our people, the people that came that have the same experiences as we do. And sometimes they don't think exactly like us because uh, the way they perceive events in life it might be different from the way we perceive events. And we just gotta try to love people. Mhm. We sure do. You know, yeah, that's but, honestly what made me, just the fact of you saying that, that's what made me write the poem that I wrote the other day, which I actually think I might kick off the show with because it's a great poem. And um, yeah. I would like to hear it. Let me see, because I, I just about, you know, how the difference in us and the difference in men and women and, you know. So let me just do something short for you guys. Um let me see. Here we go. I was just laying in bed, and I was thinking something that really needed to be said. The reason relationships don't work nowadays is because we think in different ways. Men and women think so differently, and it is so plain to see, that women think meet him, learn him, love him, and be loyal to only him. Whereas, though, men think without a blank, find a chick to stick, and if a click is with it, it's lit. (laughs) Now, do you have a woman in your life that won't pretend that they think just like a man? Some women just want to knock them off if she can. And you don't have, and you do have those good men that want to be committed, living without sin. However, it seems that good men find bad women. And queens can't find their kings or acquire their rings. I mean, I'm just one person, and I can't say for certain. Just something I was thinking about while I lay, how cats and dogs like to play. How opposites attract, and most men love hitting it from the back. And how how men that pay rent, bills, and do great things end up with women that only want to cause some pain, how women that work, cook, and clean end up with a man that's never seen. When he is, he's mean and he's angry with a stank face and a cold, empty embrace. I don't understand why this is on my mind, but I've thought about it several times. I'm thinking about this as I lay in bed, and I swear this just must be said. Don't look at the cover. Don't just look for a lover. Look for a partner for good and bad, for bad and good. I mean, I'm sorry, for good and bad. The one thing that will be there that even if you've never had. What I mean to say is when you're looking for a mate, don't just date. That will get you nowhere. I'm being totally sincere. Look for a version of you if you really want to say I do. I'm just talking while I'm laying in bed. But these are a few things that I felt like needed to be said. And that's that piece. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. <laughs> what? I, I don't know what to say. You be throwing me off sometimes. When you say things, it have my mind racing and throwing me off. Um, one of the things that, that you talked about 
good men and quote unquote good men and good women connecting mm-hmm. with bad men and bad women. Um, I think what happens is when you have sex too soon, that on the sex, especially if it's good, it don't give you the ability to judge a person right because we're so busy judging on how good sex is, hidden from mm-hmm. the front order. And it kind of distorts our sense of, would I pick that person if I never had sex with them? <laughs> you know, and a lot of times it would probably, if you if you just think about all the people you ever slept with, if you mm-hmm. were absent of sex in a relationship, if you had a problem with that person, would you stay in a relationship with them? Hmm. I'm I'm listening. I'm gonna be very honest. I am not that um not to say it like that. I'm not that shallow. I'm the type of person. I I'm if you are paying rent and uh, not rent. If you're paying mortgage, you get my passport stamp. We doing what to do. Listen. You might not be able to do what I need you to do, but I don't mind teaching. See, that's the problem with people. People don't teach anymore. I will teach you. I will instruct you. I don't give a shucks if somebody wants to say, oh, that's military. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. Because when they're in the heat, my boys instructing you to laugh to the right people. You going to do what I ask. You just going to be with the, oh, that chick is military. You going to be like, yes, boo. Let me get it to you. I don't feel like sex is the reason to end the end-all, be-all for me, you know? No. Um, oh, wow. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That was my – I actually – okay. <laughs> yeah, I um, don't feel like it, it, it's that for me. I feel like I can tell you some things and do some things. Yeah. You're a teacher. Whatever they don't know, you if they pay in the mortgage, you're a teacher. Okay. Yes, I'm going to teach you. I got you. You know what? I got this piece. I don't even know if it's proper for me to read it. That was one of the first pieces I was looking for when I was coming on the show. But I'm reading it anyway. And if I mess up, I know you could teach me. All I got to do is pay the mortgage. I got but, you. <laughs> <laughs> this piece is called I Love You Like. Baby, I love you like falling out of an airplane. Heels overhead. I love you like turning the water into wine. Cherry red. I love you like two fish and five loaves of bread. Baby, I love you like the big crowd that had and needed to be fed. Feast on my love while the table is spread. I love you like a princess, like you're the king of king's favorite daughter. I love you like sacrifice, like a lamb to the slaughter. It takes faith to make it through ups and downs and just like a dollar equals four quarters. Love should be miraculous like Jesus when he walked the waters. I love you like water is wet and sugar is sweet, like your booty is round and when you be sitting on top of me, it's the most comfortable seat. I love you like royalty because you are the only queen to sit on my throne. Baby, I love is so deep conversations over the Internet, over the phone. I love you like women. Loves diamond rings. I be loving you like Etta James sings. At last, my love has come home. I love you like doom, 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 sounds of my heartbeat. I love you like you're in that place where the heart and soul meets. Me, 
meet me around the corner, and I will tell you I love you like this. The air and we breathe, oxygen goes in and out, in and out. But our orgasm turns my keys. I love you like trees have leaves, sexy women, when we are at 69 degrees. I'm licking you while your blow feels cooler than the autumn breeze. I love you like cookies, candy, ice cream, and angel food, cake. I love you like Pepto-Bismol soothes the tummy or the belly ache. I love you like junkies having the morning shakes. I love you like college students on spring break, like hands ketchup with tomato paste. I love you like the sun, the moon, and the stars. I have a universal love for you, like the rings of Saturn and the remote control rovers on Mars. I love you sensibly, like cheap gas running hybrid cars. I love you like music. Loves guitars like the smell of victory puffing on fat cigars. My love, I love you from the top of your head to the tips of your toes, like making angels in the snow, like a question shows the desire to know. I hope you know if you ever decide to go, it would interrupt my happy flow. Love without you would miss the worst of Shaq Street, though. I love you like Hanukkah and Christmas. Got toys, a season. Be so jolly, laying down your sorrows and pump it to the volume of the hope and joys. Miss Lady, did I tell you I love you like white on rice? Taking the roll of my dice paid off. So reaffirm my love because you can count me in twice. I love you like I want to play full price, like I want the whole piece and not the slice. Baby girl, start seriously thinking about being my, yeah, I love you like. And that's that piece. You know, like I said, for some reason, sometimes you get a little serious over there. And I be wondering where the seriousness be coming from. But that was a very good piece. That was a very good piece. Because honestly, women don't get told what they are love like. You know, most women, most people nowadays don't even know love, you know. So that was an amazing piece for me. Um, honestly, I'm waiting for somebody to tell me, like, they love me like cooked food, but it just don't be had now. Love me like a pepperoni pizza. I don't know. Just, just love me. I don't you know. You know, but I do want to take this time, since I was on mute when I said it the first time, I want to take this time to say thank you to everyone, every single person that has tuned in to Strictly for the Listeners every other Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and when Empire is on, it is 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I am your host, Queen Amina, and my co-host, Brother Bob Nation, so amazing, thank you. And I just want to say thank everyone that's been tuning in and joining us. This is our, I want to say this is our sixth show, seventh show, and um, what, is it six? Seven? Probably six or seven. Six. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we want to thank you guys. You know, we starting off small, but we're going to make a little bit of noise, and we're going to get to your ears, and we're going to say what we need to say, and hopefully it motivates you to put a little pep in your step and skip out the door tomorrow morning, you know. So um, thank you again, everyone, for joining us on three-time award-winning POET Radio. 
And, um, again, this is strictly for the listeners. So we do want to check the lines. Um, unfortunately, we lost some people. We're so, 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 so sorry, everyone. But, um, hey, we, you know, we got to chat. This is strictly for the listeners, so we will check in on the line. Let's see. We got East Pennsylvania. Let's see if they are sharing or if they are just supporting. East Pennsylvania, you are on the line. We're strictly for the listeners. Who do we have here? Peace and blessings. This is Sister Rosa. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always love when you call in my lovely, lovely Queen Amina Mommy. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Just enjoying listening to um, the poetry. Yay. Thank well, you. Thank you know what? I love you like some warm cookies with chocolate milk. <laughs> I, just, I get this real, like, wholesome feeling when you call in. How are you doing? Doing great, doing great. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Everybody have a peaceful evening and share the love. Definitely. You got a piece for us? You What's not a get out of here? You got a piece for us? Mm, you got something. I know you got show. something. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Come on, Mom. Next time. <laughs> oh. Well, you, you know what? To... Just her voice on the line and knowing that she's sitting there supporting us, we are going to continue on and say thank you, Mommy Queen Amina, for always being the special, amazing, wonderful person that you are. And I know it's a million miles of snow up there, maybe, but if it is, just stay in the house, get you some tea with some lemon. You know how we do. And I love me some you. I love you more. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> You better call. Well, I ain't going to say you better. I'm sorry. But could you please have a piece next time, Mama? Pretty you please? know she will. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, keep enjoying the poetry. We got more to come. We got another half an hour for everybody, so we want to say yay to everyone that is listening to Strictly for the Listeners and everyone that's tuning in. We lost someone. We had a... Angel of Love, and I wanted to know who that was, but they were, um, I guess, on the computer, so we kind of lost them, and I feel so bad, but we do want to say thank you to everyone that's listened and been online and joining us these past couple months, I guess to say, because it's every other Wednesday, so yeah, this past three months, since November, and we want to say thank you for, you know, helping us wet our feet, because this is new for us, and we definitely want to do what we can do that can motivate and benefit everyone. We don't want to just be sitting here just talking. We want to make sure that you're taking something from what we're saying or from our poetry. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, we have fun. (laughs) But we are definitely here in order to motivate and get you people out and doing something positive, you know. So I want to thank everyone again. So, Brother Bob, how has your past two weeks been? How was your new year, Mischief? Well, it, I don't celebrate New Year's, but um, I had a really, I've been having a really good time. Um, my daughter, she lives in Indiana, and I'm in Chicago. That's about, her school is like an hour away. And my car wouldn't start, and and I needed a jump. And I was in the process of calling other people. She called me, and she, that girl wanted to give me a jump, and I would not allow her to give me a jump. I didn't want her to come 40 minutes in the snow and the cold, and she's kind of a new driver. So I was telling her, no, baby, that's all right. Don't don't come. I'm going to get somebody from the city. And she, like, rebuked me. And <laughs> I humbled myself because she was saying 
how I was there for her and how it it would be nothing for me to do this and do that. So um, it kind of taught me that you allow people to love you. You know, it even though it was a sacrifice, it was a sacrifice that was coming from her love. And so I let her do it. I let her do it, and we went and got something to eat. I was glad to see her. Uh, I filled up her tank, and she went back to school. But it just taught me that, you know, there are times when people want to express love to you, and when you don't allow them to express that love, that's a moment you may not be able to give back. So, you know, when when even though it was an inconvenience, the inconvenience wasn't that great for her because she loved me, and I love her. And she was telling me how that I, I would do it, and I have done it, and it's no problem. It, so that taught me. I try to learn from each situation in life that, you know, you love the people that you love, and you allow them to love you too by the way you communicate and act with them. So that is something that I've really been, been really pressing on my mind. So I'm going to start letting people help me and stuff. You know what's interesting about you saying that? I don't what? let anyone help me besides my mama. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, the only person I, I want to say, you know, I would actually call. Now, don't get me wrong. I have people that will say, hey, you know, I watched you do this, and I know you're doing that, but I want to help you do this. I do have that. Um, I don't accept it a lot, you know, because I'm not that person. But the only person I think I will call and say, mom, I need some help, please, is my mama. I, you know, because um, everybody keeps telling me I'm too strong. And it's not that I'm too strong. You know how I've learned that a lot of people want something for nothing. I'm not someone who wants something for nothing, you know. I want to do for you because it's in my heart to do for you. I don't want to do for you so that you reach in your pocket and give me some money. I don't want to right. do for you so that you could think, oh, well, she's all me. And I don't, you know, I don't want you to do for me thinking, oh, I'm going to hit that. No, I want in my life people who are going to do just because they see it needs to be done. And I think this is one of the reasons why I'm single. I'm going to be very honest. Every guy that I've ever dealt with are, are people that you have to say, look, this bill is due. Or are you paying this? You know, instead of that person that said, you know what, baby? You worked all week. You paid the rent. You paid the car note. I'm going to pay the bills and cook dinner. I don't have, I, I, I never, you know, I don't get that. So, you know, I do have people that do help, you know, um, but I'm so strong-willed. Sometimes I don't know how to allow them to help. I think the only person, like I said, that I actually allow to help me would be my mother, and it's, it's to the point where I feel like I don't even truly want her to help me because she's helped. She, I, I'm damn near 40. I don't want to constantly ask her, and if I do ask her, it's normally like, okay, if you do this, I can give you this on this day. I'll pay you back. You know, um, people well, don't well, really hold do. on, y'all. Oh, you be talking fast. I do. <laughs> I do. Let, let me say this. Let me say this. Um, Go ahead. If your mom is helping you, that's cool, and I'm not saying that you should – continue to take advantage of. But when she helps you, don't tell her that I'm going to do this or do that on. Just do it if you want to do it. Just do mm-hmm. it. She deserves that. That's you mm-hmm. showing your mom love. But when it comes to guys, and the reason you're attracting guys who only helps when you make them help or you demand that they help is because you're not allowing the kind of guy that help when you – when he, when he feels like helping, when he's inspired, you're not allowing that kind of guy in your life. And maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe men were taught not 
to help unless you're hitting it or something like that. But there are guys out there that are help from the compassion of their heart and they help from their belief. And you have to uh, allow them kind of guys to help you because just like you help out of compassion, there are men that will help out of compassion too. Just because you're piecing down in your four bedrooms in your house, that doesn't mean that only your heart is the kind of heart that will help from the compassion of it. It's not a male. It's not a male or female thing, though. I'm saying it's part of a person because you're helping not because you're a female. You're helping because your heart is, is made up in that way. Well, it's a man's heart is up in that way, too, right? It is. It is. It's, they're hard to find, but it definitely is. So, you know, I know I know what you mean, you know, but it's it's hard when your kids want to help you, you know. So I know how, how, how you felt when your daughter said, you know what, I'm coming, you know, I'm going to – help you dad and I know that probably was in your head like oh my god what are you doing that's not how it works so it is hard when you're used to being the strong independent one to allow people to assist you you have to allow them because that's an expression of love you do people especially if you have the heart that you have where you help them and you give you know it's not about you all the time allow people to love you too you love them by helping them, and they can help you by loving too because um, at some point they're going to be involved with other people, and they have to be aware that if you love somebody, then you give yourself to them in that kind of way that's uncomfortable sometimes without them asking because I certainly wasn't going to ask her, but I think it's good for her to know that when she loves somebody, she do that, and if somebody, if a guy loves her, then that's how he should express his love to her. True, true, true. You know, you always just, make violent points. That's what I said. Sometimes you, you, you know, you, you, you show me something, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, you know, wow, look at you, <laughs> evolving over there. Look, I can't wait for you to come down for my um, my housewarming. But I definitely, again, want to say thank you to everyone that is joining in. To strictly for the listeners, we are your hosts, Queen Amina and Bob Nation, and um. If you guys need to find us, I am on Facebook as Poetess Queen Amina, and that is my poetry page. Brother Bob, how can we reach you? Well, on the first of every month, I'm usually at the soup kitchen, not <laughs> sharing food eating. <laughs> no, um, you can contact me at Bob Nation, uh, Bob Nation Radio on Facebook, or Bob Nation or Benjamin David Sheldon on Facebook. Also, I have a, a few old videos, and this year, I'm coming up with some new YouTube videos. But if you'd like to see the old videos, you can look at Bop, that's B-O-P-P, Nation, on YouTube. I am going to make new videos for 2016. Okay. You know what? I decided that I'm going to do that. I'm going to start a YouTube channel starting, I think, next week. My hair still looks kind of good, so I might start it this weekend. But I think every weekend, (laughs) every weekend, I want to do something for, you know, um, for just the people. You know, my poetry, I, I, I don't think about it like that, but it really does touch people and it really does change people. And I really want to start letting people see and hear me and understanding my my feeling and my thought process behind it. So I think I'm going to take a page from your book and join 
um, the YouTube channel. So that would be great. So everybody look out for that. It will be coming soon. If you need to find my poetry book, it's called Enter the Mind of the Queen. It's on Amazon. So is my novel. And it's called If Some Wishes Came True by Queen Amina on Amazon.com. And I do want to say thank you again to everyone um, that's joined the call. Uh, we do see you dance trip over there um, on the chat. We definitely see you. We want to say hey. And um, I want to go to the lines again. Let me see who else is on here. We got East North Carolina. Let me see who that is. East North Carolina, we have you on the line with Tina Mina and Bob Nation. Who are we speaking to? <coughs> Hold up. You can't just take me off mute without letting me know. <laughs> 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 he almost choked to death with it. I'm off the mute. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping, I was hoping y'all didn't hear the bubbling, right? And then my wife said, "You better hope you on mute." And then, so I, I, I put the, I put the bubbly down, and then I heard, "You are now on off mute." I said, "Oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, that anyway, I got going. We hey, are up, doing you great." Are? I'm sorry, I was talking real loud. Too. No, but we. I want to thank you for calling in. I want to introduce you to Bob. Bob Nation. On the line, we have one of the most amazing authors oh, ever, oh. who is so underrecognized. I mean, listen, everybody is joining right now. Let me just say this: everybody that can hear my voice needs to go online on Amazon.com. Uh-huh. And you need to put in Zitro Publications and any and every single book that pops up, you need to order it, download it, buy it, send it as a gift. Boom, I boom, boom. Say, yeah. Divine is one of the most amazing authors. The most amazing, amazing authors. What is up, bro? Is he still there? Did we lose you? Now you muted him. Oh, Can I mute you, right. bro? Hello? Yes. Oh, yes, there you go. <laughs> oh, man, my fault. Let me say, well, you're not choking this time, so that's good. Let me yeah. say this. No, I, I couldn't hear you. I couldn't hear you. Let me say oh. this. Uh, and it's no spite against black men, but it's not a lot of black writers. How did you get into writing? Me? Um, How did you? I was in, I was incarcerated. And okay. I got tired of reading I got tired of reading the the, the garbage that was being put out. And what I mean I know by that. the garbage is, you know, urban books, they felt like the readers didn't care what we read because we were incarcerated. <laughs> felt like they could saturate the market with a bunch of bullshit. So right, Vicky right. Stringer came out Vicky Stringer came out with Triple Crown Publications. And everybody that thought they could write a book signed on. Now she mm-hmm. came out with some with some veterans, Leo Sullivan, Quan. You know, you got some monsters that came out of that camp. But yeah. most of them was garbage. Most of them was yeah. garbage. And I said, Divine Ortiz said it. Most Triple Crowns are roster with some fake garbage. Mm. But she was the only she was she was about the biggest um game out at the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, even though she had garbage she was flooding the market. You had people yeah, that, that gave them. you the voice that you needed. Exactly. That's what's up, bro. That to people that had, she opened the doors um, to people that did have a voice, people that knew how to write. 
The only thing mm-hmm. is you got to get it. You got to be able to get yourself recognized these days because yeah. it's just so hard. So I, I kept on reading that trash, and I said, shit, I could write better than this. <laughs> and, um, I, 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 I put books out. Every time I wrote a book, I had people to read it. You know, I did 17 years on the inside. So wow. on, my last set, on my last bid, you know, I started writing. And, and and writing for real because I've been writing, but this is the first time I took it seriously. And everybody that read every book I wrote was like, "Yo, this is shit. Yo, this is hot. Yo, this is the one that's gonna put you on the map." I kept on hearing that, and I signed. I signed with Terry Woods. My first contract was with Terry Woods. But let me say, everybody, let me say this. I don't. Let me say this. I don't, I hope you receive it right. It seems like then that your time in incarceration was a blessing to your life because it allowed you this opportunity to do that. And it's about, it's almost like take a negative and turn it into a positive thing. Yeah, but what happened was I did five different bids. And it was that last last bid that I finally decided, yo, something got to give. Something got to change. So by the time I got out, I did almost seven years. And by the time I came home, I wrote 17 books. I had a business plan made up for a publishing company. I created my publishing company years ago inside of a cell. But I, know I came that. home, and, and I came home discouraged because, like I said, I signed with Terry Woods while I was on the inside. Mm-hmm. And that deal didn't go through. Terry did what she, do, what she does to everybody to try to get me. Um. But I was a little bit smarter than her, and I, you know, I came home with my book, my rights, and I signed with another cat, Sharika Dawn. And mm-hmm. he feels because he's in Colorado, and I'm way out here in North Carolina, and I was on parole at the time, but I won't go over there and smack the shit out of him. But <laughs> I, did, I did what men do. I said, okay, I'm going to leave him alone. That's a long business, Mac. I was at the Harlem Book Fair. He wasn't there. You know, he's got a nice little amount of books out too, but he can't be nowhere that I'm at because he robbed me. He robbed me over $4,000, and because of that, him and me can't be in the same place. But I'm not going to go after him. I'm not stupid. So what I do is I started my own company. That's what's up, bro. And and I got a small roster of authors that I love to death. They my they my they my family. Amina's mm-hmm. being one of them. Um, you know, shout out to her. I love you. Know, I love you to death, sweetie. And we got we got a, a roster <laughs> of, of monsters that just like myself were underrecognized. But mm-hmm. it's gonna happen. Things are gonna happen, and when they happen, when we all take that ride in that limousine, plus we're gonna hit that lottery tonight. We Look out, man. You know, okay. listen, I got my tickets, but see, that's why I love you, Devon, because you, not only did you sit and you pondered on how you were going to change your life in a negative situation, he came home and changed lives all around the board because he has other authors under him. And I've been trying to publish my book for 10 years. And who made my book happen? He did. And who made my poetry book number three on Amazon? Him and his lovely wife, Kiss Nikki, for me. So they, they're they not stopping at themselves. They they wanted to bless others, and I really appreciated them helping me and taking me on. That is what's 
But Nikki's in the background saying hello. I can't figure out how to put my phone on speaker, so I got my little Bluetooth on. That's that's what's up. That's some strong love there, bro. Not only for yourself, but for other people. And it's perseverance to, you know, go through all of that. And usually when people go through all that, it's all about them. But you can reflect on how you were and help other people. I think that's why God put you in that situation. But um, it's a blessing. Do you do you write poetry too? Do I write poetry? No, I don't. Do I write poetry? I write nasty stuff. I write poetry. <laughs> no, I write like, this in my life. I do. As a matter of fact, I, as a matter of fact, yeah. But it wasn't. It was poetry that I wrote just to my wife. Oh, oh! He's so cute and nasty. He his wife on a poetry show. I love that. Yeah. He's laying the mic down just for my wife. You feel like sharing some of that? Would you ask her if she mind if you shared some of that? Hold on. What? Oh, yeah. We walked down the aisle to a poem that I wrote that was read by uh-huh. him while the instrumental of Endless Love played. It's okay. Ask her if she mind if you share some of that with us. Oh, see, I don't have it written. It's in her letters. She got that put up. Okay, 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 okay. I'm trying to cut in on y'all fine. That's what's up, bro. You are an interesting person. I would like to sit down and talk with you sometime. See, y'all both coming to my housewarming, so y'all going to get to meet? Okay, okay. When is the housewarming? It's in June, after school ends. <laughs> now, now, how far are you from New York City? Um, I am four and a half to five hours away from New York City now. Okay, I probably have to drive because I got a lot of people in Brooklyn I need to see. But okay. Yeah, you okay. might want to rent a car. Yes, definitely. Okay. But Div- okay. Divine, we thank you so very much for joining us for Strictly for the, li- mm-hmm. Strictly for the Listeners every other Wednesday on POET Radio. Like, I truly appreciate you. You always support in. You're doing what you can. You know, you guys are like the best. No, Not, you know, no. how can we, how, tell them this is how we can find you besides um, Amazon.com. Okay, let me get my, my plugs in. Zitro Publications on Facebook but if you want to support and if you want to buy a good book you can go to Amazon and we'll get our little couple of dollars royalty or you can go to ZitroBooks.com and that's our web store you're going to find Zitro Books we're going to start throwing new books on there but ZitroBooks.com when you buy directly from us the authors get their royalties, not what Amazon gives them after they snatch their cut. So ZitroBooks.com, check us out on Facebook, Author Divine Ortiz. Check us out on Facebook, Zitro Publications. Check us out. Let me see what else. I don't know. I've been drinking. So that's all I've got for you. <laughs> well, you know what? That's what we needed. That's what we needed. I mean, I tried to call. I tried to call a couple of times on a few different occasions. I don't. Got a, I don't have a whole lot of patience. So when I don't get through, I'm just gonna light my blunt and put the phone down and take a deep breath <laughs> and say, "Okay, I'm gonna try next week." But I got yeah. through. Well, I'm glad you got through because you know what? We need more people to be reading Zitro Publications in 2016. That's what we need. So I'm so happy so, that you got through. To all the writers, the black male writers, or females too, to all the black writers who want to get into business, you want to get with somebody like that because he 
been through some things, and he know how to get the platform for you for people to get you right now. So he left the links, and um, I guess you can hit strictly for the listeners if you come at another time, and we'll be glad to hook you up with this, brother. Definitely. Oh, definitely. definitely. If, you, if you're an author and if you're looking for a company that that's not going to rob you, we you're looking for a company that's going to keep it real, which I'm not going to steal your head with a bunch of dreams. Amina's right there. She can verify that. You know, keeping it all to be real. We not the baddest, but we really are the baddest. We just the most underrecognized. So if you're looking for a family to get with, that's gonna that's gonna treat you right, and that's gonna put your book out there, and, and that's gonna that's gonna just treat you like like you're supposed to be treated. Um, that's is it your publication? And my number, I'm gonna put my personal number out there. My number is nine one nine. Nine zero four eight four one four. If you're serious about becoming an author, hit us up. We definitely got a plan that'll work for you. Amen. Amen. I'm gonna say, look, with that, I'm gonna say peace. I'm gonna pack my bomb, and I'm gonna say I'm out for the night. I love you, Amina. Nikki's right here, and you wanna say something, baby? Love you. Love you, man. And you know what? They just motivated me to close the show in an amazing, amazing, amazing way. I found one of my poems, the motivational poems, and I'm going to be very, very honest about it. I had almost given up on getting my book published until I was going through emailing publishers, and I emailed David Weaver. And I'm not even going to tell you how that turned out because, like you said, I'm sticking than a snicker. People look at me the wrong way. So that didn't work out, even though I had the contract in my hand. That did not work out. But yeah, Don, we got to work something out with you, Miss Nichols. Yes. So, but Divine and his amazing wife, Nikki, not only did they take me on, Every vision that I wanted to have as far as the covers of my book, my poetry book and my novel, I described it to Nikki. And when I tell you she created it beyond my wildest dreams, I mean, there's no even no words at all to even – like, they're amazing. And they care about what happens with you. And when we had the event in June, the um, Heartland Book Fair – or in July, the Harlem Book Fair, they made a point to come, make sure that we interface, had a couple drinks, had some fun, and still got down to the business with the nitty-gritty, had our books in our hands, stomping the pavement, trying to listen, tell them what we could sell, and they're motivational. And, and, you know, it's amazing. So I want to close out strictly for the listeners. Every other Wednesday at 9 p.m., Unless Empire is on, then it is 10 p.m. on three-time award-winning POET Radio. Oh, yes, got to throw a shout-out to Black Ice for making all of this possible for us. Again, I am your host, Queen Amina with Bob Nation. So let me see. Let me drop something for everybody. Sure. Close it out like this. I decided to write a poem of motivation. Captivate your mental cortex. It's so perplexed that I, I'll have you thinking, or I'll have you dreams, dreaming about these words. This might sound absurd, but sit right there in your chair. Pay attention right here. Open your brain. I'm going to enter your personal domain, your happy place, bring you into my space. Explain how this world must do better. Hate is only a word with four letters just like best and love and hope. And God damn it, sometimes I can't cope with the middle class running around shaking their ass the ones that are really poor are doing so much more. Something strange for some change, while the rich do nothing but such flash they bling. 
They don't support any positive movement. They just want you to come to their concerts and let your money represent, build them even higher than they are, looking at you from afar, and all y'all keep putting y'all money into their pockets while the police is in the street beating our eyeballs out of our sockets. Like I said, I'm going to tell you something absurd. I think that this is something that y'all all need to hear, and I don't want you to be confused. You acting like you have nothing to lose. You're spending your rent check on fake hair down your neck, standing in lines overnight for sneakers. So sad. Then somebody beats you and take them off your feet and then takes flight. All y'all from all y'all want is ghetto fame. This is such a damn shame. It is not the same. People will never respect your name when you're living beyond your means, even if it seems that you're supporting an entertainer. I can't say it much plainer than if a famous person does not reach into their pockets to give, then why do you care about how they live? Stop paying their bills and sending them on vacation when you can pray and save what you have patience. Make your dollars work for your community. Build toward what you really want to be. Don't hate where you're from. Give a few bucks to your neighborhood and maybe you'll overcome. Stop giving people what they already got. When you're renting instead of owning your spot, don't fear not being accepted. When your little ones are being neglected, hope for a better tomorrow. Pray the wealthy will fill this with sorrow to start and donate to you. Start the blessings within your pocket is what you can do. Love is what you have in front of your face. There is no color, just one human race. I hope that I have reached your mental. I laid it out plain and simple. I'm sick of seeing this world going insane. The sickness can't remain. The rich need to show support at all times. These crazy people need to stop these senseless crimes. The poor need to think better of themselves. And we all need to strive for mental and emotional wealth. Stop living beyond your goddamn means. And, yeah, it sounds crazy, as it seems. And that's that piece. Thank you. Oh, well, excuse me. Ow, wow, wow. You know what? Your body is thicker than a snicker, but your mind is too. (laughs) (laughs) See? And that's how it's supposed to be. Your brain yes, is going ma'am. to be equal to your beauty. I mean, to beauty. I mean, to beauty, your beauty, your beauty. <laughs> it is your booty, but it's your beauty. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Young girls are so – you know how many Facebook pictures I look at, and it's a girl with her pants halfway down her butt, and she's sitting on a, on a, on a bathroom sink with the picture? Know that your mind is what you need to succeed. Your behind ain't going to get you nowhere. Or the place to sit. Well, you know, if 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 um just to add on to what you're saying, if Mike Tyson made four hundred million dollars within twenty years and he lost four hundred million dollars in about four or five years after he retired. Mm-hmm. So his body made him a lot of money, but his mind wasn't enough to keep that money. Exactly. So if this if his brain could get that knockout punch like his body his children are probably be worth eight to nine hundred million dollars right now. See, but people don't use children. their brain. Their brains think. People don't think anymore, and this is why we have the issues that we have. And this is why yeah. I raise my kids the way I do. My son is one of the, my son is one of the smartest people. Not even children. I'm saying people. <laughs> my son is one of the smartest 
people I've ever met in my life. That's you understand? Beautiful. And he knows, the same as my daughters know, that if you don't have a brain, yes, if you don't ma'am. have a brain, then it's nothing you can do for anyone. It's nothing that you can do for anyone. And that's one reason why I love Divine, Brother Divine from Central Publications, because he sat there and he thought about it. He said, you know what, I'm reading all these books. I'm sitting here. I need to feed my mental besides just reading. I need to put it out there. I need to project. And that's how people need to think nowadays, you know. So, you know, we'll Thank you. Sometimes I can be kind of deep, you know. Sometimes. sometimes. What? What? Yes, I can be kind of deep. Sometimes. Just sometimes. Just sometimes. Okay, okay, okay. um, You know, I do want to say thank you to everyone because we are so out of time. These shows have been so amazing. Like, we have just literally been running through and not even thinking about it. But, yeah, we – I want to thank everybody. I mean, I truly, from the bottom of my spirit, okay, I'm normally in bed by eight. So on these nights, I'm up, and I don't know where the energy comes from. I think the energy just comes from, you know what, I'm going to be talking to you guys. You know, I'm going to be motivating you guys to do something. So what I want to do is say to everyone that listens to Strictly for the Listeners, to everyone that, you know, cares and do what you do, I would like for you guys to next week, next uh, in two weeks when we air again, I just honestly would like for everyone to let us know what they would like to talk about because we're going to win the Powerball tonight because we played, and we're going to come, <laughs> and the first person to come. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I'm going to be honest. I ain't going to lie to you. If okay. I win the Powerball, you probably won't hear from me again. again? <laughs> okay? Damn, not again. again. I can see if you said this week, but again? No, no. no I'm going to buy me a rocket ship, and I'm going to Mars. Oh, well, if I win the lottery, I'm actually going to get me a tour bus, and I'm going state to state with my books and my public well, people, and I'm coming yeah, to the bus, and we're going to be okay. selling. We're going to go make more money because that's how we do. So. <laughs> okay, okay. You, you done changed my mind. All right, I see what you mean. Yes, we got we to gotta go around. We got to show people what it is. You know, we can't just be that. You know, so, you know. But we do want to thank everyone who has tuned in to Three-time award-winning P.O.E.T. Radio, strictly for the listeners, every other Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We want to send a special shout-out to Black Ice and say thank you for allowing us to do so. Brother Bob Nation, we love you to death. Thank you for always being a part. Not more than I love you. Not more than I love you. I know that's right. And we want to give some love to Sister Love and say, you know, she'll be I know that's right. Well, I'll see you soon. You'll be coming down to the to the to the housewarming. So we're gonna work it. We're gonna work it. Just don't be flirting with my mama when you get down here because she's coming too. So we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we your mama definitely going out. I might be your new daddy, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Well listen, I need allowance, okay? So <laughs> we wanna say thank you to everyone. We truly appreciate you guys and um we'll see you in two weeks. That's our show. Much love. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.